Okay, and welcome back to another episode of the Saucy Boys Podcast. I go by the name of Chaco. Michael Stokes, baby. And we are back for another episode. So, um, this week I am the bearer bevy. And since we haven't had a brewski in a while, it's been a minute, right? It's been about a, few, a month, I think. It's been a few episodes. Yeah. So I decided to go with uh something a little bit more summary. Um, I'm not really a beer person, but this really caught my eye and I want to see how strawberry it tastes, I guess. But yeah, so I'll just, you know, quick little quick little brewski. But yeah, so from we're the gonna, Carbach Brewing Company. Yeah, from Carbach. Um, so this is the strawberry fields. It is a strawberry blonde. So I'm not too much of a beer person, so I really wouldn't know. Mike has a preference. Um I, he was excited because it's a blonde. You got not, a blonde. Like an IPA. I like blondes. Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah. So now we're just going to go ahead and move into this, crack into it, see how it tastes, see if this is a, a bevy that we can add to the, the summer list of, of delicious drinks to enjoy by the poolside. So, get some good old ASMR. Let's get that shit in there. Ooh. I can fuck with it. That right there is pool approved. Pool approved. Pool up. Pool approved. Yes. Damn, I can't even speak English today. It's been a rough day. It has. I want to be in a pool with one of these in my hand, just wading in it because I don't swim. Just wading <laughs> in that water, you know. Wade. Getting it in me. Getting it on me. You feel me? Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not really much of a beer person, as y'all know, but I, it's very uh, light. That's and, what you need. And, le- and refreshing. That's what you need. That and that allows you to keep going. You know? It's it's a hint of strawberry. I can taste it just a little bit. Yeah, it's quite refreshing. I wonder if there's like a description on here. Is it on the can? I think it's on a can. There we go. We're on a trip down to strawberry fields where the flavor is real. And by real... We mean it's real, real good. good. Escape the strawberry fields forever with this light-bodied blonde ale that celebrates the bright aromas and sweetness of sun-ripened strawberries, complemented by mild malty notes. Mm. I don't even taste the malty notes. There's nothing to get there's nothing to get hung up about here when enjoying a strawberry blonde. Well, it's nice. I like it. I might, you know, if I do decide to dabble in some brewskis, it's probably going to be my go-to, you know, for, for these hot summer days. But is it a seasonal? I'm assu- I'm assuming it's seasonal because I don't think I've seen this. I got the secret shit. This nigga right here. But, yeah. um, Yeah, so, I mean, just, you know, it's been one of those weeks already. I yes. mean, we're, we're early in the week, but it just thing upon thing upon thing, and you just kind of got to shovel through the shit. And we're here. Yeah, just, you know, it, you drop a pod, the next thing you know, it's like, fuck, it's the next Tuesday already. Yeah. And it's like, you got to put stuff out. I know personally in my life, the things I've been going through, I'll let y'all in on some secrets. Been uh, looking for a new job or whatnot. Um, I know we a whole year ago, I was on here celebrating the fact that the job that I'm at is really nice. But hey, your boy's looking for the pay increase, you diggy. And um, I do have an offer already on the table. They want me to start on the at the end of this month, but I'm I got my fingers crossed for two other things. But you know, when you're doing it, you kind of just like you kind of lose track because you're sitting here doing like research on all the places you're fu- trying to fucking go work at yeah. and all these other things. And um, man, I just you know I, I started to get this list of like pet peeves. Like I hate fucking. Um, I hate those fucking generic questions that they ask you in these interviews. Like, oh, so tell me the time that you handled a, a, a negative experience at your job. And sh- like, come yeah. on, man. Or it's like, they- we're just going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> or they're like, what? So what makes you interested in, in us? I'm like, like bitch, because y'all pay more. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Come M- on, man. Money, nigga. You um, pay more. Yeah. I mean, that's a bit. You know what? Every time I think about like interviews and shit, I think about the time where I went to I did an interview at Best Buy, and I bombed that shit. Cool, Best Buy. You know it's funny. Like I I didn't get hired at Best Buy. I I feel like everybody back in the day like that was an easy job to get into. 
It was just picking niggas up left and right. My ass, I bombed the interview. I bombed it. I think we discussed this before, but me and my me and one of my friends from high school both went and applied to this place called Garden Ridge. It's out of business, but Garden Ridge was like it was it, it got bought by At Home, but that's the best thing I can describe it as. It was like a a local version of At Home, not a franchise. Yeah. And um we both applied the same fucking day and they called him back the next day and didn't call me back. <laughs> and it pissed me off. We both had no working experience or anything. Yeah, I just yeah, I totally fucked that interview, but it's all good. It is what it is. I'm I'm at where I'm at now, so I'm good. I've been redoing my uh, my resume. So for my thing, it's a little bit different. I have to update like my editor's reel and stuff like that. Um, so whenever I do submit an application, it's like it's there for them to see. And it's one of those things where it's either like, oh, we like how he edits, so we'll pick him up. And then if they don't, like, oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) that's where I'm at with that. I'm trying to pick up more video stuff because I'm I'm really um, serious about stepping back into doing more video production and stuff like that. I just, like, I like the DJ thing. It's cool. But I feel like I could be more expressive with this and then just to be able to combine the two would be really dope so yeah but it's just like stacking money aside to pay for you know camera equipment because that shit ain't cheap no it's I'm not. talking about three thousand dollars for a, a, a camera body and you know that's not even lenses tripods and yeah it's just it's a shit ton of stuff so i was thinking about getting a gopro yeah just as like a starter i would do like a like a dgi or mm-hmm. something like that. So like the like the little pocket like I have right yeah. there. Like that thing's good. Um I mean GoPros are still dope too. Um they have some other like smaller cameras, like action cameras and shit that you can get, like different brands. I think that's the cool thing now because like whenever, you know, shit really popped off with GoPro, that was like the only one. Yeah. Like people swore up and down by it. But now there's so many companies that put out like little go cams that are actually like really good. So um, but yeah, over the market. you know, just stepping into that, like we want to switch things up a little bit. And then, um, you know, talking about switching things up, um, come August, we have to, you know, move locations for the pod. And we're thinking about doing a format switch of the show um, just to make it a little bit more interactive for, you know, the viewers and uh, a little bit more interesting for, for us, you know, doing this because we don't want it to just be talking heads or like if you're listening it's just like oh these niggas are just chilling drinking and talking <laughs> shit so you know we want to make it a little bit more interesting for y'all and so what we were thinking about is you know we've been confined to like a studio space for going on a year and a half now maybe a little bit more than that so we think it's probably time that we bring the podcast to you it's time to hit the road <laughs> baby <laughs> Packing up all this shit and we moving around the city. Um, so, yeah, initially what we want to do is to make it more interactive and to have more people involved. And, I mean, that way, too, it'll be easier to have more guests on the show or just, like, random yes. people pop up and, and you know, give their opinions on things. Um, so, you know, what we're planning on doing is taking the pod to different venues that we go to, whether it's you know, a bar or a lounge, or if it's, you know, me setting up before a gig, like we have some time, we'll, you know, knock out a show and we'll put it up. And also we wanted to kind of reduce the amount of times that we record the show and, you know, just give y'all like two episodes a month, Yeah, you know, so that way, if you do have trouble, you know, following along weekly, um, you'll be able to, you know, keep track of it more. Exactly. Or, also, you'd probably covet the episodes more. Um, that's my opinion is like, oh, you'll probably covet it more because it's going to be two weeks every two weeks instead of every week. So you get two weeks to enjoy a full episode and then, you know, what I'm saying next one drops and you get another two weeks and we go from there. But also we'll be able to put a little a lot more uh, TLC into each of these episodes as we we make we uh, create the content for you guys. Yeah, um, we want to bring more shit to y'all and, yeah. and make it more informative and make it more for y'all to like so you know if you're not from san antonio and you come down here and you listen to the podcast it's like you'll kind of have a grip or an idea on 
you know, what spots to go to for like the best this or that, you know, whether it comes to food or, you know, beverages. Um, and I mean, it's not necessarily like a food and beverage podcast, but yeah. it's just us, you know, talking about, you know, pop culture, current events and shit like that. But also over trying out different bevies and, and doing all that shit. And just leveraging our connections that we've acquired up yeah. until now. But also, with that being said, we've always talked about, like, bringing some sort of food onto this thing. So that's actually another thing that piques my interest of, like, yo, let's we can slide through to, like, a really popping food place and grab food and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and pretty, go through it with that. Yeah, pretty much what we want to do is just make it mobile. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's, you know, pretty much the basis. So, um. We're going to try to, you know, get a few episodes popping um, pretty soon. Throughout the summer. Yeah, throughout, throughout the summer, the, we want to try and get some stuff together for you guys so that when it does come that we do leave the confines of um, Compound Chaku. Uh, <laughs> Casa de Chak. <laughs> Casa de Chak. We'll have some stuff already, like, prepared for you guys to drop. And then that will also give us time to start working on the next thing. But, I mean, can't really go into details on it because there is, like, a lot of shit that we're thinking of doing and, like, some stuff that's in, like, kind of pre-production for other things. So some of the pods would tie into that. And so that's basically all that we can give you right there. Um, Also, an update on the website. I do plan on having that up and running for you guys sometime in June. I can't give you a set date. Sorry about that. But uh, it's like I just, it's like I said, I'm in the middle of transitioning jobs myself. So once I get my my uh, my employment lockdown or whatnot, I'll take I'm going to dive into that website and get that fully activated for us, because that's going to be a big part of this. This new v- adventure for us is we're going to have to have that up because we got to have like a, 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 a what's it called a, a, you know, like a home place for our all of the content that we'll be putting out. Yeah, we on, just want to we just want to simplify it. And have everything in one area so that way y'all don't have to, like, go to Instagram and then, like, click a link and then go to that link and then hit this. It's like you just pull it up and everything's there. Like, whether you want merch, whether you want to share the show or you want links to, like, socials, like, everything's there. So, um, and then that, too, you know, if we do decide to go nationwide with it, which is ultimately a goal, um, we'll be able to put, like, what cities we're going to. Saucy boys on the road. So... Yeah, you know, just just some just some things we're looking forward to. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on. Why does it look like there's a fucking ghost sitting next to you? A ghost? Like, yeah, it looks like white smokiness is like right next to you on the camera. Yeah. Oh, it does. Am I tripping? Nah, you're not tripping. It's like a haze. That's fucking crazy. It's fucking creepy. And then the focus is on me. Yo, what the fuck? That's fucking wild. Or is it because of my laptop? Because it's open. Oh, uh, no. No. No, that's just your wall, you asshole. In the shadow. I didn't think that there was a fucking uh, uh, a divide right there. I'm sorry. For the people listening right now, I, I was tripping out on the camera because the it's the combination of the shadow in a divide, a separation between like couch pieces of the couch that we're sitting on that makes it look like some like like a fucking hazy smoke is just sitting right next to Chaku. But it could it could just be the focus also. That's it. But we're looking at a really small screen, so Yeah. Uh that kind of creeped me out. <laughs> my bad. I was like, damn nigga, I got a ghost sitting <laughs> in my lap. This nigga just occupying like, space. Just comfortable after all this time. I know. Didn't even fuck with me or nothing. He's just like, it. man, this is nice. This couch, this couch is nice, Chaku. I was gonna turn off the AC on him this time, but fuck it. I'll just <laughs> sit on the couch. Yeah, he's gonna sit on the couch, fuck with Chaku's neck. But that's what we got coming up for you guys. I hope you guys are excited as we are um it's gonna be pretty cool to see what we can do outside of the confines of a uh of a studio or uh undisclosed location that chaku resides in um but with that being said i mean speaking of the summer and everything there is a lot of stuff coming up got some things we're looking forward to we we've touched on some of this before a, a few months ago but there are a bunch of festivals popping off i know like uh lalapalooza um What's the one in Tennessee? Got um, I'm not too sure of that one. Fuck, I just but saw I know about there's it a governor's ball, yeah. something in the water. Um, it was Lollapalooza? Um, 
uh fuck what's the other one uh rolling loud rolling loud they have one in toronto and then one in fuck i forgot where the other one's at but um There was a festival recently. Hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. For, sorry, for sorry. I don't mean to. <laughs> Listen, have, we had to yeah, pull sorry. up the machines real we quick. We are right now trying to search these festivals because we are unprepared assholes and we are apologized for that. That is something that we will work on going into the future. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> but, um, damn, what was it? I see. And then when it comes to times like this, I always have like brain farts. That's that's what it is. Because like we see it all the time, we share it with each other. And then when it comes time to talk about it, it's like there was something that popped up on my Twitter like five times in a row of like three festivals that are about to happen, and I can't fucking find it now. It's always like that. Whenever you whenever you you don't you're not looking for it, it's always in your fucking face. And then whenever you're looking for it, it's nowhere to be found. Yeah, I don't have my phone on me neither, so I can't like look it up. Um, damn. Hold that thought. My bad. Go to um. Go Bonnaroo. To Bonnaroo. Fuck. Jesus, that's <laughs> what I was trying to say. Bonnaroo in Manchester, Tennessee. So that's another music festival right there. What What were you also about to say? Um, I was thinking about the uh, recent festival. I mean, we got a, a lot of festivals that are coming up that are going to be really dope. I think the only ones that I'd really be looking forward to is probably Governor's Ball and uh something in the water yeah. um i'm rolling loud i just i forgot what city it's in because there's two that are coming up it's like one in toronto with some people and then i forgot where the other one's at because kanye's on that one not the one in toronto but the oh, one yes sir so the one that I, the thing that i was thinking of it, it it's saying like um Lollapalooza, bonnaroo and acl which of mm. course ACL is in October, but I know that's getting a lot of waves because I, I think uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers are headlining it. Yeah, because they're supposed to be doing a show in um, I think Dallas before then. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking at trying to get tickets for that. I I, f- I fucks with that. I fucks with some Red Hot Chili Peppers. But what's crazy is when I first looked up tickets, like for the section I was looking at, it was like five hundred. I was like, okay, cool, and I was like, I I took too long to pull the trigger. Cause I wanted to get something for me and my girl, um, but we're just trying to figure some things out. Yeah. Sorry. Was that the ghost or what? Nah, it was, a, <laughs> was floating in my face. Um, God damn, this show is just all over the place. It is. Uh, <laughs> now, it's only forty-five minutes tonight. <laughs> but uh, we wanted to, you know, just see like if we were available to go or whatever. So, uh, I was like, well, let me hold off on tickets. Now I went back and looked at them, and the bitch is like fifteen hundred now. Yeah. And then like that first row is like five k or something Ooh. stupid. And I was like, God damn. Yeah, they are gonna wreck you at rock shows. But you bro. think about it too; it's just like Red Hot Chili Peppers are like older, so yeah. I think this might be. That's like crazy that. to say that, but it's true. Yeah, there was somebody else that I seen recently. Um, uh, what's his name? God damn, I keep burping. That's um, from Aerosmith. Uh, Steven Tyler. Yeah. He's that motherfucker look frail. Yeah. Very how what old is, is he now? Rubber fa- he's gotta be in his seventies. Yeah, he's Easy. up there. Easily he's with up that. There, but I seen a video of him recently. He just looks fragile. <laughs> Protect that man. Protect um, him at all costs. For real. Um, but yeah, so nah I think the main one that I really want to go to if I if I am able to make it is probably something in the water. That's one that i because i always seen it i'm a huge fan of pharrell yeah so and the the you sent me the set list it's um, tyler's on it I'm, I'm there push is there i'm there those are the ones that i'm i'm like yeah pharrell's there i'm there and it's like we like we discussed um during south by season it's like this is the first year post post covid where festivals are coming back and it's like we're seeing the full effect of it now yeah. So it's like there's all these options out there, and it's just like fuck, man. You really don't want to take it for granted, especially after everything we've gone through the last two years. And it's just like, man, I'd be pretty nice to to see one of these. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? If if I did any one of them, it would probably more than likely be ACL because I don't think I can um, travel too much this summer. Yeah. Um, especially starting a new position. Yeah. It's like, and that was another thing for me too. It's just like. I got so many events coming up and shit that I'm booked for that I'm not going to be able to like squeeze out. 
But um, damn, what was I gonna tell you? I forgot. Uh oh. Damn, what was I gonna say? Uh oh. Uh, god damn. Oh, we're old guys. We're getting fucking old. <laughs> it's hitting us. It's, that, yeah. That, that early was, onset dementia, man. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start my bedtimes at like nine p.m. This shit is not working. God damn. Man. Um, nah, but just trying to like squeeze out to those is something I want to do. But as much as you know, I've been booked recently, and as much shit as I'm picking up, it's just it's harder for me to like have me time. You know what I mean? No so, more me time. Yeah, I don't really get to like travel and shit like that. The only time I really travel is like for work. Yeah, I'm on a mission, y'all. I'm on a a, a mission to um. There's just a lot of uh, shit that I want to accomplish. People are like, why don't you take breaks? Because uh, that sets me back. And then here's, I got here's the mission, people. We got to get Shaku out, not to work, but out to enjoy himself. Yeah, and that's that's the mission. We've got to do this. It's hard for me to like go somewhere and enjoy myself. I just I feel like I'm a workaholic. You are. Like I can't I can't relax. I gotta be like I gotta move. I feel like there's always something to be done. So it's there like is, when I'm not working on shit, it's like, oh, I could work on like this. I could do this. <laughs> do this. Let me learn a new skill. For <laughs> real. And I've been learning a lot of new and dope Let me shit. learn equestrian. <laughs> I got time. If you see my black ass on a horse, <laughs> you know what's up. <laughs> you know what's up. Um, Yeah, no. Nah, so I'm just on a mission to... Uh, I, I got a lot of things I want to accomplish before my time is up here. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. I don't want to give too many details because I hate talking about shit that I'm doing. And then somebody pops up and they're doing this shit. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. So, like, perfect example is the fucking laptop stand that I was designing with all the USB hubs. Fucking somebody already came out with that shit. Motherfuckers. I could have done that. Or pet mode on the Tesla. That was an idea of mine that I've had for the longest time. Or like, or like that one time where someone came to us and and fucking pitched a TV show to us and all the <laughs> uh, the ideas, and we basically worked out all the flaws and kinks, and then the motherfucker <laughs> just ran and made it himself. We pitched a whole <laughs> fucking like stream of shows for a network type thing, and then next thing you know, this nigga's releasing clips on a shit of him mind you the that i still haven't seen but it's whatever mind you the content wasn't good because the camera work was shitty and the the after effects and the motion graphics and all that bullshit <laughs> was it was garbage so i mean he took the idea but he didn't really do well with it so no, he didn't. which is unfortunate because i was really hype about that shit and that's why i try not to get too excited about things because i'm like i don't want to like let you know what i'm saying like i want to leave myself the disappointment it's because we weren't involved yeah i just it's the way i like to think about it that shit is crazy man like niggas come and ask you for ideas all day and like <laughs> y'all sit there and like shoot the shit and y'all spend hours on you know developing something and, then, and we mean fucking hours yeah this meeting started at like two we was there till like 10 o'clock yes it was ridiculous yeah fucking ridiculous but that's happened on a few occasions. I've had a couple of people, um, so like film ideas and, and series ideas and like even podcast shit. Like I've talked to people about, you know, certain things and like they run off with it. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, you just like blatantly stole that. We got to like, give a free game, man. Like y'all didn't like I have you on Instagram. Like I can see what you post now on from now on. If anyone does, we got to type up. Um, once we take the pod mobile, we got to type, type up like an NDA agreement or something. This right here is a copyright <laughs> for the shit that, I mean, it's not an original thing. I mean, people have done this shit before, but yeah, of course, I mean, it's, it's new to us. But if we're dropping right. ideas or if you come to us for, 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 for ideas or, or, you know, like think tanking and shit like that, and you take our ideas and just dip. Then there's gonna be problems. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. If you listen to this podcast and then I see y'all niggas out at my gigs and shit doing a podcast while I'm working, <laughs> I'm gonna be hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna come over there and I'm gonna smack the mic out of your hand. Yeah, fuck that shit, dog. I'm kicking over your chili cheese fries and I'm fucking throwing your drink in your face. Motherfucker. 
Hopefully you have chili cheese fries. And I hope you're wearing a white shirt. I'll mush the fries in your face. Yeah. Um, but nah, it's that's happened plenty of times where it's like I've had meetings with people and there was even a company. I'm not gonna say no names. But there was a company that we worked for and we were creating content and developing material and we did it under like a probationary period right yeah. where it was just like to see you know how things worked out and how things meshed and everything was pretty efficient and at the end of the at the end of the day once you know numbers started getting talked about about compensation for you know these ideas and and the time of work put in they were like okay and then after that initial meeting there was no other meetings after that and they kept producing content and using every fucking thing that we did mm. mind you like they gave us like the the um like logos and shit like that and pretty much just like the the brand image but they didn't how they were doing it before versus how they did it when we started doing it and then how they were doing it afterwards mind you they didn't know how to work a camera well yeah so the video quality was shit and they didn't know how to do audio so audio quality was shit but they pretty much just like took our template and ran with it fucking ran with it and then never compensated us for anything and then that same person tried to add me to a a group recently and sent me like a request to like come do some work not come do some work but they like invited me to like a mixer or some shit i was like man fuck (laughs) y'all no i'm not doing that shit i know um back then when i was in school like my final semester um it was my second to last semester my bad not the final one we uh we in the marketing course that i took my professor worked for yeti coolers i remember you telling me yeah Yeah. and so the whole semester we had to develop a pitch to to them of like uh to generate freshness as she said to the brand and you know like we spent all this time like just developing all this shit of course my group had soft coolers so we were doing like all the market research and all that shit and then like at the end of the semester she was like you're gonna present it to the marketing team at yeti in austin Woo. Oh, sorry. This is a funny scene right here. Movie with the sound off hall pass. It's the uh, scene where he's jerking off in the van. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we, of course, like for our final exam, we all drove up to Yeti, um, went in there. And then like right when we were going in, like the professor was like, oh, sorry, guys. Before you go, go onto that iPad and you have to sign in at the front desk. And it's like we have to track everybody who comes here. So you sign in. It makes you put your email address and then you get an email on your email and nobody checked it. But me being the older student, I like clicked on it. And I was like, you guys realize we just signed a, an NDA? Yeah. And everybody was just like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's right here. The fucking the NDA was in there with our signature on it. It was like, so anything we did was now theirs. That's crazy. If they decided to take the if they decide to take any of our, our pitches or whatnot. Now, granted, I don't follow Yeti much and I know exactly what my group did, but I don't see I haven't noticed any like changes to what Yeti's doing, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if they ever use the ideas or whatnot, but when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yo, we just signed a fucking NDA. Our professor just like tricked us into signing one. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I feel like with certain things like that, whenever it comes for like, so like people that are like students of design, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like graphic designers or, or shit like that, it's like these companies. Like, oh, what school can we go to and like have these niggas do all the work and then <laughs> and then we just like rebrand our shit, right? Yeah. So there was an instance because I went to the art institute and the graphic design students there and photography students, I think one of the classes, like they had a, a rep from H E B come in and they were designing logos for I think it was like their like dips. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls she posted it on Facebook and she was like I did this project in like this year and this, this, and this. And she's like, this is HEB's product that they just released. Right. And this is like maybe like a year or maybe like a little bit like, you know, after. I think she had already graduated because it was like their senior thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you look at the designs and they're almost exactly like identical. Like the only thing that was different was just the font on like the like the name of the dip. And I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, yeah. Um, so I guess what it was is like they had that person come in. They all submitted like designs or whatever for like their final grade. And then, yeah, they just straight up like ripped their shit. And I was like, what Thank you. the fuck? This work is amazing. Like at least like pay something. Like you H E B, bro. Like yeah. you, like shit. Give me a thousand dollars. The conglomerate, like, the supermarket conglomerate in the state of Texas. So if you're a graphic designer, don't sign no NDAs for like companies that are trying to get you to like, oh, let's test this out and see if. Because <laughs> in my opinion, like I would just go about doing it. Like I would just like I would actually try to get paid versus. But when you're a, a student, like you don't think about those things. You're yeah. like, oh my god, I get to design something for H E B, and yeah. it's like it's this exciting thing. And then the niggas steal it, and they're making all kinds of money off of your brand design, and you're fuck just it. like, what the fuck, <laughs> stupid fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just be careful with that if you're in anything creative and you're dealing with like marketing and design and in in branding. They gonna try and get you. Yeah, they try to get you. I mean, I don't feel like everybody's out to get you, but most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. What is our count right now? What's the time? For uh we're at about twenty minutes. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So oh, okay, so before we move on, um festivals, right? So we're talking about festivals and like ones that we're excited for and, and want to go to, but there was one that just happened recently, and that was the Lovers and Friends. Oh. So I've been seeing so much shit posted about this fucking event and they were saying it was pretty much like a shit show. It was like a a, a fire fest almost. A fire fest but in Vegas. So there were some people that they had different experiences. They said that it was like cool but then a lot of them were saying that there was like no shade. Like motherfucking shoes was melting because it was so hot. God damn. People were dehydrated because they didn't bring enough water and then like i guess at first like the first show they said that you can bring like a uh hydro flask mm-hmm. and then the second show they were like well fuck because the first show they ran out of water like that first day and it like the the water that they had they ran out of or it was like the cans and they were hot mm-hmm. so people were just like well fuck and then um the second day they were like now you can bring hydro flasks and make sure you put ice in them and like all this shit and then this chick was saying like security at the door didn't even like check her shit and then I guess there was like a scare. Some I don't know what, but I just been seeing all kinds of shit. And apparently somebody died. God at the damn. festival. What? Yeah, somebody died. I guess like one woman died on Saturday. Damn, she was only twenty two. Damn. That's crazy. Man, so when y'all go to these festivals, like y'all y'all really gotta be careful. If y'all haven't been to one before, like y'all gotta really prepare yourself for that shit, especially during the summer. Cause it's so goddamn hot, and if you standing directly in the sun, you ain't got no like hat, no sunscreen, nothing. Like. So that reminds me of something. Um, cause you know, and I'm sure, pretty sure the listeners know how much I like. I love a good documentary. You yeah. know, really good documentary about some good shit. There's a documentary on HBO Max right now that is all about um, Woodstock 1999, and and basically because. Because, like, popular media now or whatnot, we all, like, put Firefest as, like, the worst thing ever. Yeah. Um, but, like, what it's saying is, like, Woodstock 99 was, like, 10 times worse than that. And then the Woodstock in 1969, which was the first one, was also fucking horrific, but it's glorified um, because of all the musical acts and shit that happened there. But yeah. someone got murdered there at, at the original Woodstock. But in Woodstock 99, shit like that was happening, too. Um, where like friends, uh, surviving friends were, were like telling the story of their buddy who was like all day long. He just wanted to see fucking Metallica and he ended up getting, he ended up like hyperventilating and having like a heat stroke. Um, not, he wasn't even in the mosh pit, but he was close and he had like a heat stroke on the fucking, on the fairgrounds and just died and everyone just kept dancing around him and shit and they didn't fucking know it because of course it's 99. So not everybody has cell phones. And it's yeah. a lot harder. And you got to think about this. This is a different time. This is a concert that drew like over 100,000 people. Yeah. And at some points in time, think about where you go somewhere like really crowded. And I know like there's a lot of people who listen to this who haven't, who can't fathom a life without having their phone in their hand. 
But there was a time that if you got separated from your people, you couldn't just call them. You couldn't just text them and be like, yo, where you're at? You have to find the information booth yeah. and chill there until they decide, your your party decides like, oh shit, Chaku's missing. We got to go find him. Yeah, either that, like designate like a spot to meet. Exactly. Because it was like after we get out of school, it's like we all knew like where everybody was meeting up after like none of us had cell phones. Like we just all met yes. at, you know, a certain time or like we're going to be here at... You know, 637, we're going to be there at 637. And there's a bunch of shit, like, there's a bunch of stories like that that happen, not to mention the uh, the amount of, like, um, uh, what's it called, unsolved uh, sexual assaults, yeah. rapes and shit, because, once again, they don't have cell phones at this time. So, it's a fucking 100,000 people, a, lot of, a couple women, mainly drunk, frat bros and shit. Yeah. Who are just walking around in in like fire fest conditions where they're running out of food, they're running out of water and shit, and then they're gonna start wilding out. So motherfuckers are just bursting in the tents and doing and fucked up shit. Yeah. And so there, there's all these account, unaccounted stories of of women of sexual assault survivors from it too. But if it's definitely something you want to check out, I, I haven't uh, I forgot the name of it. Which is wild because. You look at it now, and I mean, even though it is like a little intense, depending on the artist or like the scale of it, it's nothing near what that shit was back yeah. in the day. Like, it's a lot more organized. So, you think about like all the shit Travis Scott's been through since Astroworld. Like, Woodstock 99 was like a hundred times worse than that. Yeah. Of what happened. Like, that's, um, that's the year that, that Limp Biscuit got in trouble because the New York police said they tried to incite, they incited a riot. Mm-hmm. Because during their show, it's because it it the show is cool. the The documentary is cool because it, it it breaks it down by like by like um by like timeline. Mm-hmm. So it's like the first the first sh- night of the show. These were the acts. This yeah. is who capped it off. This is also the show where those iconic uh, footages of DMX performing uh, the Rough Riders anthem come from. So you remember when he passed away and they showed that set of him. Like on stage with the fu- without the shirt on, but he was wearing like the fucking the overalls underneath it and yeah. shit, and the Tims, and he's fucking see- he's doing a Rough Riders anthem, and it's like a sea and of that fucking- crowd. It's yeah, just like a sh- that that's Woodstock '99. That's like a. Could you imagine being yes. around like that many fucking people? I'm saying like how many people like total confirmed like died. I gotta look it or up, or at least like passed out, like had heat stroke and like all that shit. I gotta look it up, but I know the number is. Uh, pretty fucking high but um during that limp biscuit show you could see the the footage of them i forgot what song they're doing oh break stuff which was the song of the day and they start playing break stuff and this is when they start tearing up the fucking barriers and shit you see dudes crowd surfing on chunks of barrier and shit (laughs) and they're just like yeah he's like yeah you're inciting a riot we gotta rescue motherfuckers that's crazy so but see and it's wild to see how much shit like these artists get now yes where it's like i mean it's unfortunate that you know young people passed away and and but at the same time it's just like you got to know what you're getting into when you're going to these shows like not everybody is built to you know like you know be in that shit yeah like being around crowds because some people can't even be in you know decent sized crowds like some people have anxiety really bad and start like bugging out. And the next thing you know, it's like they hyperventilate and pass out and then they getting stepped on because there's just like so many fucking people around you. It's like, yeah, especially in the world we live in now where you never can take anything lightly because some fucker can just shoot you yeah. randomly or whatnot. Um, RIP to the, the people who died in Buffalo. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I'm one of those people. I don't, that's why I don't, I, I've never been like a big festival guy. Or a concert guy. And if I am a concert guy, I got to have like a spot where like I know where the X is at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I couldn't imagine being in a sea of fucking people like that. Like when I see that DMX clip or like the clip of uh, uh, Freddie Mercury at at the Live Aid concert. Yeah. And it's just like a a literal sea of fucking people. All you see is like heads and hands i'm just like that's dope as <laughs> shit to be the artist but i could not imagine being in yeah there. being in the crowd but i mean it's like that even when i dj right yeah because like it's cool being up on stage and like djing and shit but like when i go places like i don't like being like on the floor like around people because it's just sometimes it's too much like maybe back in like my younger days when i was you know when i actually danced and shit but yeah. it's like now it's like 
nah, man, I just want to chill and sip on this drink. <laughs> but yeah, I think nowadays it's more in a control. Of course, you got like multiple stages. Yeah, they they you know they try and do they like spread a lot of crowd breaking. Yeah, because yeah. they don't they, want it to be overwhelming. And then that too is like they offer other things around there. So it's like you have like Travis Scott shit. He has like the carnival. Mm-hmm. There's like other tents and shit that you can go. You know, buy merch and, and places to go eat and like all that stuff. And then, but like back then, it was just like you show up, you fucking camp. There's a big ass stage, like yep. <laughs> and food. Just, you better like if you didn't bring a cooler or like whatever the fuck. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be fucked. hungry as shit. Whatever is there is there. Cause I, I don't. I think like they were saying, like they were trying to sell like hot dogs and pretzels, and like they were like ridiculously overpriced. So it was like nine dollars for a hot dog. Yeah. And shit, and then like, I think they said like water was like six bucks a bottle. Yeah, and it's like this is ninety nine. So one. imagine now, and it's like it's a bunch of college students who typically don't have a lot of cash on them, and it's just like what? So of course they're gonna start raging out and going crazy. Oh, there, there we go. It's called Peace, Love, and Rage. Uh, Woodstock ninety nine. That's the documentary. It's on HBO Max. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. It's pretty dope. Okay. Well, speaking of pretzels and hot dogs. Uh, gonna hop into this food talk, baby. Yes, sir. So, uh, what you got for that? So, I uh, last night I cheated, and uh, <laughs> we didn't make didn't make dinner last night. I was it got pretty late, and I was gonna eat my leftovers, but my girl was like, "Girl, you're not making nothing." I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, really? Like, come on! I had leftovers for me, for me. So I decided to try out. Wingstop's um, uh, hot lemon pepper, which is funny to me because every other wing establishment offers a hot lemon pepper. Yeah, they've been doing it. And Wingstop just did it. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? They're like, hey, world, we got this new thing. It's like, nah, man. And it's not even a permanent fixture. It's a specialty item, which <laughs> means it's for their, it's there for a limited time. You know what it was probably? It was probably a bunch of workers there like, man, fuck that. I'm making lemon pepper hot. Yeah. And then they were like, well, I guess we got to put it on the menu. Somebody call corporate. You could do it. Uh, like, you know, you could say, give me lemon pepper and toss them in Buffalo. Yeah. But they'll charge you extra. Yeah, they you know what I'm saying? But now they're, I guess maybe they got too many people asking for it. And they're just like, fuck it. We got to start doing it. But it's still just like, why the fuck did it take so long for y'all to put that on there, yo? Like, you know how much competition y'all got? And everybody that has that on the menu? And then uh, to make things even worse for them, it's like, yeah, Wingstop is good, but there's so many local spots here where the wings are fucking fire. Superior, yeah. And it's like, the only reason we really hit up Wingstop is because y'all are open till midnight. Yes. (laughs) I'm be real. That was it. It was super convenient. Y'all are open late. And I didn't feel like spending like $100 at Wayne's Wings. Yeah. Love Wayne's Wings. Them prices are fucking motherfucking up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, you know, much much deserved. I mean, because that nigga started out in the truck. Mm-hmm. And then now he has, I think, two locations. Oh, yeah. And, man, when I tell you, me and my girl went the other day. and Nigga, you went for me. Sorry, bro. Sorry, dog. You need to post yourself? Nuh-uh. I just, I hate see, you. I can't be doing that now. Like, I, I hate ain't posting shit no more because people be like, well, how come you didn't invite me? <laughs> I see. I'll text you and I'll tell you, but I don't need- Because you're not my girlfriend? I don't need everybody in my inbox <laughs> like, well, where's mine? You, you ever get that? Like, yeah, you post something? Yeah. It's like, nice invite. Nice invite. I do that to people sometimes just because I know, like, it's funny, but, like, <laughs> some people genuinely mean that shit. And I'm just like, no, like, nigga, we don't hang out like bitch you drink on my tab <laughs> on the weekends like i don't fucking know you yeah. <laughs> um but yeah nah so um i feel like that's the only reason why wingstop is really popular right here because they stay open late exactly. like because if you had like wing it or like wings wings i'm I'm pretty sure there's like a couple of other mom and pot spots around here that are like really dope i haven't tried them yet but those two are like my tops yeah. but yeah, man, the lemon pepper hot. But see, the, the crazy thing about Wayne's is like his combinations are fucking off the wall. Yeah, it's like some, and then like the funnel cake wing. Oh. I did for I never would have thought. It's I won't order the full ten, but you know how like you can get like a three pack. Yeah, I did that one time because I took my girl and her brother, and I was like telling them you got to try the funnel cake. It's 
it's the mo- it's the weirdest thing that works you've ever tried. Yeah. And like they both had it and they're like, this is fucking good. Like I wouldn't <laughs> expect this to be good, but it I would I wouldn't eat a full like meal yeah. of those. But I so the cool thing about it is whenever we first went, like when he opened that first spot, um, I took my dad because I was like, yo, like, because we've never been to the, the store. Yeah. We all, like, after, you know, rebar and shit, yeah. we go to the truck and get that. And so I, I would always tell my dad, I was like, yo, like, this dude, like, he's in his truck. He makes these wings. But I know my dad don't come out like that. Yeah. So. And then when he opened up the store, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I, I got to take my dad by the right. So I take my dad to Wayne's Wings. And uh, I think it was his wife. She was running the cash register, and she's like, "All right, whatever you order, we got this special. We're gonna throw a, a funnel cake wing in there, yeah, like for that free." Was, that was when it happened, and they threw one in there, and my dad was like, "The fuck, a funnel cake wing? Like, that's weird. Whatever." And so we both ate that, and I was like, "All right, let's try this shit." So we both tried it at the same time. We we're like, "Yo, this is actually really good." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my dad was like, "Yeah, those are good." My dad's were like nonchalant. He's like, "Those, those are good." I love Wayne's because it's come from such humble beginnings of me buying a 10 piece after drinking at Rev Room and then sitting in my car and just, <laughs> just ignoring a phone call from some girl that I had just met just to eat my wings and shit. But I remember like the night he and I'm pretty sure he showed he was showing it to everybody back then. But I remember when he created his hot lemon pepper because mm. when I went there, I was trying to order something and he had I had been a regular at the time and he was like, yo. I do a hot lemon pepper now. Yeah. He's like, do you want that? And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And he fucking, he chefed that shit up. And I remember like, I think you were with me that night. Cause I was standing in front of Rev Room and this one girl was like, excuse me, can I have one of your wings? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But every man. time I think about Wayne's wings after like Rev Room or Rebar back in the day, I always think of an episode of Atlanta. <laughs> when he's like, y'all got the lemon pepper wet? We got the lemon pepper wet. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he only makes those for like the special joints. So when you talk about Wayne, tell me I got the hot, hot the lemon sauce on Yeah. Um, but nah, man, Wayne's back in the day. That shit. I mean. But I'm happy for him now. Fire. I'm happy for him now because with the second location, it alleviates some of the traffic at, at the, the first yeah, one. Yeah, the first one. So now... Where it used to be like we had you had to time it out, you had to get there at a certain time. Yeah, you couldn't go like like right at lunch because that should be out the door. Now it's to the point where you can just walk in and you'll get food yeah. immediately. No wait time, no nothing. And it's great that he moved from his his old first spot to that other, the other one, one on Walls yeah. because there's so much more room in there. Um but yeah, man, that's the man, we could I could spend I could spend an hour gushing about Wayne's wings, but it ain't no secret why that man has won like best wings in Texas for like, I think it's like six years in a row. It ain't no fucking secret. So if you ain't tried Wayne's wings yet, you gotta you gotta try that. Yeah, you gotta get on it. Um, but nah. So back to the Wingstop fiasco. <laughs> Not a fiasco. It was just they were good. They were okay. They weren't they weren't great. But it was just like. Yeah. My thing was just like, why do y'all got these right now? Like, what took y'all so long? And then they offered another one. It's called Lemon Garlic, and it's just the garlic Parmesan wings. Yeah. With, like, a hint of lemon, but you can't taste like it. it took y'all nine years to do some different shit. And I'm just like, and y'all, y'all have, these are specialty. They're yeah. not mainstays. That makes no sense because nobody eats Atomic. You know what I'm saying? Like, who gives a fuck about Atomic? Yeah, I, I really don't rock with it. The one closest to it, though, that mango habanero. I rock with that. That's good. I rock with that. I used to like the the Korean Q, spicy Korean. Yeah, those Q. are those are good too. Those were good. But you think about it, man. Like, as many people that are opening up like locations or like opening up the food trucks, and they're coming out with these like crazy combinations of wings. Like, how come Wingstop doesn't you know introduce more? So I like what Torchies does. It's not wings, but what Torchies does is they have like the Taco of the Month. And so, like, they, you know, make, like, their own specialty taco for, like, the month. And, I mean, that would be a dope concept for, like, wings. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, the, the wing of the month. And it's, like, some, you know. But. I'll be honest. I don't like torchies. Yeah? I got to go. I got to go again. I've only had one. I've only had it one time. And my experience wasn't that good. There was it's, a- it's not amazing. It's, like, this is one of those things you, like, need to try. There was one right behind my campus in Austin. And uh, lo and behold, it eventually closed down like three months out later. 
Yeah. But um, I had eaten there. I forgot what I got. I think I got the fried chicken taco or whatever. Mm. And I don't know. It was just. It's like what is that? Just like a. I feel a like cutlet of fried chicken and mayo on my taco. That's you, fucking weird. Yeah, nah, <laughs> I feel like you got to get something that's more like taco-y yeah. <laughs> if that's even the thing. So like the Baja shrimp, that's like my go-to. I don't like seafood. Damn. See. Okay. Um. Try again. I guess like the. I don't know, whatever taco of the month they got. They had like a chicken and waffle one one time. That was pretty good. Okay. I'll try that. Um, but I mean with, you know, Torchies and then you have this new place called Velvet Taco. All it is is just. Oh, yeah. I keep seeing that. It's just white people making tacos. Yeah, it is. It's like some weird shit. And you know what's funny? Like now I think about that is like every time I go to like Torchies now, I think of the episode of Atlanta. Where he's trying to get the um the rice, the jollof rice. Oh yeah. And that lady like goes with him to the and, restaurant. Yeah, eats it with him, and then and she opens like, oh, the fucking is- truck and puts him out of business. Yeah, and she opens up the truck, but then she like does like this weird like infusion like <laughs> like shit that like you know how, like white people yeah. do whenever they open up food trucks, ruining shit. It's like why the fuck you won't put raisins in a potato salad yeah. type shit. But yeah, so like. Yeah, every time I see like Velvet Taco, I think of that. But <laughs> <laughs> Velvet Taco, I haven't been there yet. It's um, it's all right. It's not bad. Like I'll, I said, I like trying different things, so yeah. I'm not opposed to it. And if something's like really like horrible, I just won't go there and I won't talk about it. But I mean, they're not bad spots. It's something to like experience. I'm happy for you because for a while you weren't trying new things. You were you were in a nice little. Uh, I was in a loop. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then you'd always get mad at me or be like, "Oh man, I need to go there," and I'd be like, "Dog, just go." Well, no, nothing's I d- stopping you. <laughs> I do try. I do try different things, but it just it gets. I I like recommendations. Yeah. Right. Like I see things and I could see something and I'm like, "Oh, that looks cool," but I'll probably never go there. Yeah. But if somebody was like, "Yo, like you need to go try this spot," I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'll go check it out." So I mean, that's kind of what happened with torchies. I was just like, "Oh man, yeah." Like, I guess I'll try that out. Well, I got one for you not to go to. Um, there's a ramen place in the rim called Bakudan. That place sucks dick. Oh, I almost went one time. That place sucks dick. But it was, like, packed out. That is, yeah, it's packed for no fucking reason. Um, it's not good? No, it ain't. The The food is trash. The bowl, the ramen bowls are small compared to what I've, I've had before. I'd rather go to Ito. I'd rather go to, the best one to go to, to me, is in Austin is Ramen Katsuya. Mm. Uh, and it's it's there's multiple locations. That's like the best one that I could think of. But yeah, uh, Bakudan, big waste of money. Drink was trash. Me and my girl both got drinks there, and like I was just like, this a fifteen dollar drink. This is sucks. Like this drink is ass, yo. You know what? Well, I mean, you gotta look at the area too, though. Yeah, but you know them people over there. It's like, oh my god, yeah, this is great. So much culture. Oh. The Bakudan is amazing. <laughs> Bakudan. Yeah. Well, well, I think what really pissed me off was like they tried to seat us at like um like a high table, mm. but they put like a divider at the end, and they were like, "This is your table for two. Meanwhile, a party for like twelve is right next to us. And like we were like, I was just like, really? Like this is the best you can do? And I look over to the side, and I was like, "There's a fucking a table right there for two, yeah. wide open, and you sat us right here at the edge of this table, and like we're like scrunched in the corner because it's, all these fucking people are right next to us. Like that's dumb. And like the dude didn't want to move us out of his section because it's his section. Yeah, we we're like, nah. How about you fucking move us, please? Get that money. Yeah, but that was it. Was trash. Um, sucks. You know what spot we got to go to mm. again is that one spot we went to in Austin. Which one? Uh, they had the the soju. In the oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the uh, high wing. I think that was the name of it. There's that. But what I got to get you to go to is you got to go to Soju with me. Um, you got to go to Soju with me and me and uh, me and my girl. I'm a, yeah, I'll try that. That's the one that's like, man, those wings are, yo, I'm. I'm faithful to Wayne. I really am. <laughs> but these motherfuckers. But there's something about Korean fried chicken that it's. I think it's a different oil. I don't use. know. Them motherfuckers, they figured out the secret. Because. I don't know how, but they did. Whenever you go. So there's this one place in uh, Tampa that I went with my sister. And they don't cook their chicken in regular oil. It's like, a, I think it's like peanut oil or something. 
and so like the taste is i don't know it's it's weird they, they people that fuck around, oh, i hate the scene <laughs> i really hate the scene this dude's dick is just like can y'all switch places right, right by his face so many movies with dicks in them it's weird <laughs> look at uh, oh if y'all haven't seen hall pass oh my god i'm glad the camera's right there this shit just covered it it's like right by us. Could you imagine being in that scene with a, a giant that close to your Hell head? Hell no. Yo, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> uh, he's laying on his thigh, bro. Like I could not, I couldn't do that scene. I couldn't. I could. Oh my man's with the. Yo, this is taking forever, dog. God damn. I think that's probably like a scene with like the dicks been on the screen the longest. That's way too fucking long. Either that or like Bruno. Remember that movie? I, I haven't seen it all the way through. Swinging on the screen. That <laughs> shit, and it's like Bruno. <laughs> um, But yeah. Now what we was talking about? I got. Um, ramen. Uh, Korean restaurants. Uh, you went to a place in Tampa. Oh yeah, Tampa, yeah, yeah. the the peanut oil. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, people try. I don't know. They just, these, these food genies. They know how to do their shit. So shout out to them. For sure, for sure. Oh, uh, but shit. Moving on. God damn, this should be kicking. Oh, it's making me burp. Yeah, that's, I think that's why you don't like beer. Yes, yeah, I don't. Uh-uh. Um, but moving forward, we're gonna jump in the music corner real quick and then get up out of here. Um, we just want to give a brief review of the the Kendrick album. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Goddamn. How you feel about it? You can go first. I thoroughly enjoyed the album from front to back. There was one song on there that was a little harsh to listen to. Um, but other than that, everything was pretty fluid. Um, it's weird because I see two sides of things, right? There's like the side of niggas that just want turn up music. And this is definitely not an album for you. There's a couple of songs on there that you could probably play in the club, but um, for the most part, this is like a a sit and reflect type of. It is like a big ass like Kendrick Lamar like therapy session. Yeah, it's that's what I was gonna say. It's definitely a therapy session. Um, yeah. Because this nigga, this is, it took him five years. Yeah, yeah. Five um, years to work on his album. It's definitely one for him, I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. Um I don't like it. <laughs> mm. I, I I don't like it at all. I, I hate the beats. Um love the messaging. Love the messaging behind it. And that's great because we need that variety. But it's not for me. It is not for me at all. And I'm just see and I'm out on it. I'm like, glad I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because I had a conversation with this guy the other day, uh, Sunday, and he said, man, he's like, that new Kendrick album is trash. Yeah. And I guess it really depends on, like, what's your... I won't call it trash because it's, it's not. It's not trash, but it's not for everybody. Yeah, it's not for everybody. And that's the thing. Like, we live in a culture now where something's either... It's, it's either the greatest thing ever or it's garbage. Yeah. And it's like there no, there's there's spectrums to this thing. It's great content. Mm-hmm. It has a great message. Mm-hmm. But I'm not looking for that right now. Yeah. And so that's why it's not for me. It's not something that I'm going to I'm not going to be playing this thing the rest of the year um going going on. You know I, what I'm saying? I'd rather sell a brick. Yeah. I my, I need some I need some ignorant shit in my, my life. I'm on my push a t-shirt. Push a please. I need some ignorant nigga music in my fucking life man that's 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 what i'm looking for and it's like even with that being said kendrick always had he's always had conscious raps it's just yeah he's such a great lyricist that you didn't even like it goes over the head of a lot of people that his shit is so conscious and deep um but this one is like i don't know like to me the beats were what i couldn't connect with there were a lot there were a lot of tracks on here where i was like yo this beat is super fucking repetitive so I think what it is too is a lot of the production on it, it goes in line with like I guess like the theme, right? So like that first song, like how it switches up, like there's a couple of songs where like the beat switches up and it's still like the same song. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Um 
but then there's some where like the beats are a little bit harder and i was looking at like so all the songs that i fuck with are produced by the people i thought they were produced by and so i like those and then all the other ones are just like if i'm sitting at home and i'm cleaning or some shit like i'll, I'll yeah. put that on but it's not like a ride around like windows down yeah like, it's not making the windows down playlist which yeah. is complete i'm dropping that this weekend for you guys but um you got to look at that too it's just like the albums that kendrick's have Kendrick has put out since what damn damn's probably so in my opinion I'm gonna say good kid Mad city and damn are probably like my top two yeah Fair, and, and then, I saw I saw a lot of people bringing up uh to pimp a butterfly after this one came out saying they're like oh to pimp a butterfly is like the rapper's rapper's best Kendrick album and then this should be your second. And then everything under that, and I was just like, I, I guess I'm not a, I guess I'm not a rapper's rapper type of guy. I I'm gonna say this one is better than To Pimp Butterfly, you know, for sure. And then the Untitled Unmastered shit, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I but but Kendrick, overall, like Kendrick is a really amazing artist. Yeah. So, um, it's cool to see like what he does creatively, um, as far as like the the music videos and. And everything that he's done, like aesthetically, with this project, is really dope. And then, what's the music video he just dropped? In ninety five. Yeah, so that's that's so that's so that's why I sent you that thing about the tour, yeah. because I think this might be like the like I've explained before. I think this might have a Jesus effect. Yeah. To where after people go see it on tour, they might appreciate it a lot more. Because I'll tell you what, in uh, ninety five, I didn't care for the song when I first heard it. But then you seen the video. But the video, I was like, "Oh, this is hard," and I was, uh, and that was like one effect of it where I was like, "Okay, I get that." Yeah, I think that's you know what it really takes. Because I mean, even with like the uh, the hard part five, it's like that's what really set the song off. I mean, the, the the song was good by itself, but just seeing that video with it made it so much more. Yeah, it's like I won't listen to that song like by itself. No. But like if I like I watch the video like I like if I want to hear that song I'll go back and watch the video like I won't put it on like title or no shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and then on top of that too, for that song like the production was amazing on it, and then the sample was really dope. Like, yeah. But I mean, for me, it was a solid album, and I enjoyed it. Um, but you know, like I said, I'm not, I'm not the normal listener. And I mean, you're not either, but I understand where you're coming from as far as like content that you're looking for or music that you're looking for. Because at the end of the day, it's all like a vibe. But for me, I like to pick apart everything. So like I always dig to see like, you know, what samples came from where or if it was even sampled, like who was producing on there. And then, you know, I'll go from there and I'll find like different, you know, elements in the track or like different parts of the song that I enjoy. And I, you know, it's just it's this whole thing for me. I'm a fucking music person. Uh. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely um, a personal album because, of course, it doesn't check like the things you're you're uh, a typical album release would have, yeah. which is like one for the radio, one for the club, uh, a couple tracks for the ladies, and you know things like that. Yeah, uh, was, like checking it, off all those markers and shit. And um and that's how you can tell. So that that's why like uh, anyone who just outright is like, oh, it's trash. I'm just like, all right, that's cool. But you just, you probably like Lil Uzi Vert. So I'm not, I'm <laughs> I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not taking your rap your opinion on rap music really likely. One, I'm never gonna call an album trash. But I, you could say that the content's just not for you. Yeah. But don't slander the content because the content's great. The content is great. The message is great. It has a lot of deep thought in it, and it's a lot deeper, and it's better and more thought-provoking content than most of these rappers can come up with. Yeah. But like I said, with that being said, it's just not for me, yeah. and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know? you know, you're entitled to your own opinion on shit. We'll see. If I go to the, if I end up going to a Kendrick show, maybe I'll, ch- maybe I'll change my mind on it. But right now, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm good right now. It's like one, and then that too is just like, it depends on where you're at in your life. Yeah. Right. Because some people could really like resonate with it and then other people are just like, This has no place in my life right now. Yeah, exactly. So I can understand if you're in your early twenties and you just want to hear a little Uzi Vert mumble and wail over some dumb shit in the same rhyme cadence as always, yeah, sure, go ahead. That's for you. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't need direction or life right now. You need to make mistakes so that you can find out what direction in life is. But I've made my mistakes and I know what my direction in life is. But, you know, it's just it's not it's not hitting me right right now. Like I'm not I'm not not feeling a connection to this stuff. That's just me. So, um, but yeah, well, shit. On that note, we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, we will catch y'all next time. And we are gonna start working on that uh that new shit for y'all ASAP. So uh, yeah, y'all be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, you know, hit us up on Instagram. Um, hit us up. You know, send us some shit. Send us some music. Send us some drink ideas. All the things. Appreciate that. Bye, guys. <laughs> Peace.